Oh, we should probably start doing a podcast at some point. Okay, I will. I will attempt to introduce this without coughing my balls out. So, I remember when you guys made me get a mute button. Oh, Adam's has got the mute button because he's just used it. Because I'm not a fucking idiot. Because I you know. Did just mute yourself, so you know. I don't particularly need to cough, but I'm doing a lot of. <laughs> you know when you get that like a massive lump of phlegm right at the back of your throat, and you cannot clear it, no matter how much you like hack and cough and make yourself feel like you're going to puke. Yes, that's been me for two days now. It's a lot of fun. Right, let's get this nonsense started. Orlando Bloom, and you're listening to Two Cups Two. <laughs> Two Star Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Two Star Podcast. My name is Adam and I am joined, as usual, by Graham. Hello. And by Daniel. Hello. And I have a thing in front of my microphone, which I'm now going to move and you might be able to hear me a bit better. Nope. Okay. No, 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 really. That wasn't worth doing, really. Nope. Um, so, obviously, uh, in our last episode, um, we were in Hull. Well, we weren't in Hull. We were in Altofts. We were going to Hull and we went to Hull. And we've come back from Hull. None of us is dead. Yeah, no one died. No one caused any international incidents. Uh, Lawrence did disappear for several hours and then materialised back at the hotel. But luckily he was just sleeping fully clothed, face down on the sofa. <laughs> with, with no recollection of where he'd been for the previous few hours. Yeah. So um, I think all in all that's a sign of a good evening. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Hull was, was really nice. Which mm. kind of caught us all by surprise. Well, I mean, the shop, the street where we went down to buy food was really quite bleak. I mean, but, well, yeah, but... I mean, it was Job Centre, Broken Shop, the Samaritans, Pound Shop, Broken Shop. But nobody was, like, shitting in the street or anything. No, true. It was just, you know, a bit of a rundown part of town. Every town's got that. I mean, except for, yeah. like, your fucking white bread life yeah, that you Gil- live in Guildford. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's just a town that's... Got some poor people in it. I'm sorry about that, Dan. Sorry to, to expose fair, it was, you. To it was that. under active redevelopment, which is why there were fucking potholes and like open chasms everywhere. Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah, the the deep was less fun than I'd remembered, but fine. Um, saw some fish. Saw some fish. Some time. Um, I, I realised that if you're a bit hungover, then really thick glass that distorts the image behind it is not great. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a shark also, go poo. Yeah. Lots and lots of half-term kids when you're hungover is is not not the greatest. Yeah, I was I was feeling absolutely fine on on Saturday. I was feeling really rough until about half past nine on Saturday night. Right. Okay. When I kind of just suddenly picked up and everything was fine. Did you do a poo? No. Well, I right. did, but that was before that. All oh, right. Uh, maybe mm. you uh, you went too early. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. But, like food didn't help at all, and then. I think just I had enough to drink at that point that I just started feeling better again. Yeah, you just sort of go through the hangover and come out the other side, don't you? And uh, yeah. you, rather than well, you, no, you go back into the hangover and back out into drunk, and yeah. that's mm. fine. You you and, kind of you've effectively reverse time. And yeah. I wasn't too bad on Sunday, so it's yeah. just as well because I had to uh, drive three hours home. I think because you, Dan, you and Chris had an extra pint before we went home on the Friday night. Yes. And I had a pint of water and I had three pints of squash when I got home, which apart from having to get up at four in the morning for a piss. <laughs> uh, oh, God, I was I up all Friday night pissing. Absolutely fine. So that was great. The, the problem, right, with getting up to piss in your house is that for some reason, Izzy finds this interesting. So well, you know, she's like, just not used to men pissing right next to the room where she sleeps. Luckily. Every time you emerge from the toilet, there's just this small child standing there 
looking at you yes. like something out of some yeah. kind of horror film. I mean, you I mean, know, you've come into her house, disturbed her sleep with your horrible oh, pissing. <laughs> what do you expect? Not, not, not blaming her. I don't her. know, but if I didn't already, wasn't already messed up in my head, this would give me a bit of a complex. I mean, you were uh, you were in the basement, so it would have actually been easier for you to go outside. There would be fewer stairs to climb. Mm. And, I mean, I assumed I didn't need to give you explicit permission that pissing in my garden is not a problem. I just assumed that you'd take it as red because I didn't tell you not to. Um, actually, no, I didn't. I'll remember oh, well, that. I, I do. If somebody doesn't specifically tell me not to piss somewhere, I consider it fair game. Okay. That explains a lot. Yeah. Is that noticed. not how society works? Not typically. I'm just trying to start to wonder what knocked over your fence all those times now. Uh, a big fart. Okay. So, beyond Hull... Mm. Um, and looking to the future. Oh, see, and oh, right, sorry. Yeah, it wasn't it uh, figuratively, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, what, what's everyone been up to since since Hull, other than being quite ill? Nothing really. Um, I had an entertaining night out with my work colleagues, where I got drunker than I was in Hull. Um, good work. A friend of mine from work was leaving. That was fun. I had a cracking hangover after that as well. But uh, yeah, that's about it. The um, the men who shout at each other and pretend they're running the place uh, have said there's going to be an EU referendum in like fucking four months that we've got to sit through all their bullshit for. Uh, yes, and yes. people won't stop using the word Brexit, uh, which besides sounding like a cereal um, is a really fucking stupid word yeah. that makes me want to punch people every time I see it written or hear it spoken. I think anyone who says it should have their right to vote and the referendum removed. I think that would be an excellent idea. Yeah. The problem I have with it is, because of the way my mind works, whenever I hear someone say it slightly indi- sort of indistinctly, all I hear is breakfast. And then mm. it makes me hungry. Mm. And that's yeah. really annoying, because I get hungry. A problem. I think breakfast is the meal of the day that you can sort of have most fun with. Yeah. And there's the kind of shit you can have for breakfast. You could never get away with at lunchtime, like pancakes with fruit and syrup and ice cream. You that's for breakfast, no problem, but you can't mm. have that for lunch because you'd look like a fucking 10-year-old. That's and, true. I mean, for tea, tea's just boring, isn't it? You can have anything you want for tea, it's not exciting. But you can you can have like you can have bacon or chocolate spread on toast or a croissant, and that's all considered acceptable. Like you can yeah. have your pudding or a savory or anything. I mean, it's just it's just fucking no rules. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a wild thing out there. I did, mean, did you hear about Tesco's weird decision to stop selling croissants and start selling like straight things that yeah, really can't be croissants because that doesn't make any sense because the word croissant means like crescent. Yeah, I don't know why they they just said that people prefer them, and I thought, well, I don't think I have any opinion. No, it's not something I've ever put any thought into. How curvy no. do I like my croissant? Yeah, I think there's. I can't see any benefit to it. What they could do is make it so it doesn't fucking make flakes go for a hundred yards in every direction as soon as you touch it. Yeah, but I think that's just like an inherent property of it's like a Greg sausage roll. Mm. Like, mm. This isn't anything you can do to stop it just exploding in every direction with pastry. Yeah, flakiness is a double-edged sword. It's that danger and that excitement that makes it taste so delicious. Yeah, I, well, I prefer a soggy croissant to be honest. Well. <laughs> Yes. Um, yes. Moving swiftly onwards. Oh. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, so I I can't bring myself to care about the EU referendum. No. 
in any, I, give, I, I can't form an opinion because I just don't care. I give precisely no shits about it whatsoever, and I will probably vote in it when it happens in whenever the fuck it is, June or something. But right now, it's just going to be it's going to be like like it was with the general election, but like a billion times worse as the next three months are just every fucker every day coming up with a new reason why the country will fall to pieces if we do or do not leave Europe. Yeah. I think it's like, the problem is that they haven't even got all the twats on one side. No. Like there's no. Half there's a the pretty even distribution of, yeah. of twats. But you can't even just say, well, there are that many dickheads saying that we should stay in, I will go out. Because it's just, you know, it's a, it's a shit show either side. Well, there's... The, the problem with the outside is there's less non-twats. You know, yeah, it's true. I mean, you have got a Farage. Vaguely sane mm. advocating out, which surprises me. Um, well, I mean, they probably are, but they're less vocal. Like, so far, you've got, you know, Farage, who, well, Farage. You've got That's Boris Johnson, and you've got Michael Gove. And, like, you look at that, it's like, if that's your, your front three, um, you're going to have to do an awful lot of work to convince people that anything you have to say is not mental. The only benefit I can think of for voting to stay in is that if you vote to stay out, then you've got two years of going through the process of getting out of Europe, and that's going to be fucking boring. Yeah, it's like, it's like the Scottish referendum. Like, if they'd voted for independence, it would have been a fucking nightmare for, like, three years while they went through all the tedious paperwork of separating yeah. from the UK. Mm. Same thing. A, a vote to stay in is a vote for this whole issue to just go away. Yeah, it's a vote yes. for Aspie. Yeah, it's, it's a vote, a vote for, for I couldn't give a shit. Like, it's not done me any harm. I can't be asked to change it. Yeah. Yeah, see, the worst thing is, well, I've tried to give a shit. I tried to get involved in the issues. I tried to understand, and it's a complete crock of shit. It will make probably no difference. Yeah. No one will listen anyway. The yeah. same rules will apply. No in, one. In or out, it's all still yeah. bollocks, isn't it? Well, yeah, according, to, according to the bookies, who are generally the people to go to for, like, the best mm. odds rather than polls because they were right with the Scottish referendum. Um, it's about 60-40 at the moment in favour of in. What kind of a dildo is going into a bookies and betting on the outcome of a referendum? Uh, somebody who really likes gambling. But I mean, just maybe that's a sign that they shouldn't ever be allowed to gamble. I mean, I agree with you. Um, but, you know, if you think you can make a few quid, like, it's not... It's one of those things, isn't it? If you, if you think it's a dead cert... You know, but I mean, with something like that, surely you're going to get basically evens whichever way you vote anyway. So what's the point? Well, I mean, I guess it depends. Like like I said, with the, you can get slightly better odds at 60-40 at the moment. Yeah. So. But I mean, you might as well just bet. You might as well just go and play roulette and stick it on black or red. You, it's, well, yeah, you're effectively but, doing the same thing, aren't you? It's true. But seems if they're like betting a stupid the ap- thing to bet on. If they're betting on the apathy of the British people, actually 60-40 seems pretty good odds. Because <laughs> mm. let's true. face it. Very few people give a shit about anything. Well, that's very yeah. true. Thing uh, is, I give a shit about stuff that is relevant to me, and mm. I don't think the EU is. I think I, I don't. I don't. I can't think of like no matter how much the Daily Mail will try and tell you that you're not allowed bendy bananas and all of this nonsense. Mm. Like seventy percent of our laws come from there. It's all not true, and yep. anything that does come from Europe is. You know, I think there's a lot of waste in it, and I think there's a lot of money goes in for people to sit around and, you know, you look at the debates in European Parliament, it, it looks less value for money than we get with our bunch of Which is so arseholes. And so I can see the point on that side, but also I quite like that we've got 
good rights as employees. Mm. And, I mean, a lot of that came from Europe, but a lot of it would have just been put in by a sensible government at some point anyway. So well, it's it would not... be nice, actually. Yeah, well, mm, yeah, that's the right. issue. I think, yeah, if it, if it stops the Tories from doing whatever the fuck they want for another four years, then maybe Europe is probably quite useful for you know, just reining the fuckers back a bit. Mm. But then, I mean, you know, the Lords are doing that a bit, aren't they? They're, uh, against all odds, the Lords are saying, come on. You're taking really? the piss a little bit now. Yeah. Yes. But I don't think it will make any difference at all to my life. Nope. No, I think you're probably right. Not in any tangible way. I think that's the reason that nobody really gives a shit, is that most people, apart from the ones who are really, really angry about all of the foreigners coming over here, stealing our jobs and our benefits... But also um, being yeah too lazy to work while simultaneously yeah. taking our jobs. Um, yeah. Like, no one really kind of cares either way, because, like you said, like, well... Yeah, it's done some stuff, but nothing that's materially affected me in any significant positive or negative way is just Yeah, stuff. it's like voting for they could, you know, make clouds a slightly darker shade of grey or a slightly lighter shade of grey. There's still clouds there, they still exist. I don't have mm. to look at them if I don't want to. Yeah, yeah it's not going to ruin my day, mm. particularly. Um, on the subject of, of pointless voting, um, the American presidential what's-its are trundling along still. Like, they still haven't actually started voting for president yet. They're still yep. on the bit where they decide who, who they're going to vote yeah. for president to be who they're going to vote for voting for. Yeah. Um, and I came across a uh, thing on Reddit, which I genuinely can't tell if it's satire or not, or whether it was supposed to be satire, but has now descended into actually being genuine. Um, and it's a, a subreddit called The Donald. <laughs> Um, which is a, a pro-Trump subreddit. <laughs> oh. But like every, it, it's it's a perfect manifestation of Poe's law. I cannot tell. Like it is so like Donald Trump is so mental anyway that mm. anybody who would support him is also equally mental, which means you there's just no way of knowing whether the people who are posting things on there are being genuine about their support for Trump or whether they're taking the piss out of him. Yeah, I think I mean a lot of uh, Trump's supporters are kind of making the onions job unnecessary aren't they well they must be ruining the onion yeah or turning it into a serious news source well th yeah that's the worry isn't it that the mm. onion is just going to become a factual news source without changing their editorial stance in any way yeah right. it's um it's really quite bizarre like you get it occasionally where it's like i can't tell where this is this is like just nu numerous posts that are like so close to kind of the edge you think that's got to be satire, right? And then you kind of look at it again and you read some of the comments and you think, this is satire. This is like a real commitment to the role. Mm. Um, so what sort of things are we talking about? Well, just kind of the usual stuff that you get in, in kind of um, politics that will, you know, where you get the real kind of like, so for example, there's a load of stuff. A load of it's just memes because it's Reddit, but mm. a lot of it's stuff about, um, you know, immigrants, obviously, because, you know, don't want this. Um, don't don't foreigners coming in because they run all the services in America. Um, mm. Lots of stuff about how he's winning all in all the polls and like he's going to get all the. Well, to be fair, he is actually now at a point where there's a reasonably realistic chance that he will win most of the primaries between now and the mm. end. Um, whether he actually gets the nomination or not, I don't know. But it's it's weird. It really is like. I'll send you the link to it. You can go and have a look for yourself and just see like some of the stuff that's on there. 
and just whether it's real or not. Like it, it, I feel like it is, but then I kind of read stuff and I think, no, this is, this can't be real. This has got to be people taking the piss, surely. Um, like it's, this is, I mean, this is the problem. Donald Trump is so just utterly ludicrous as a human being that he kind of defies mockery. Like no matter, like you said, like no matter what you come up with to take the piss out of him, he's probably already done something more ridiculous and stands by it and is now part of his platform. Mm. I saw somebody on the internet say that Donald Trump looks like uh, the villain in a film where the hero is a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah. It's just very odd. Mm. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with this man existing and potentially being in charge of the free world. Yeah, in a sort of morbid way, I would quite like to see him become the president just to see what happens. Because, oh. I mean, imagine that. Like, everyone likes a disaster movie. Speaking of mm. which, San Andreas 2 has been announced. Oh, yes. Christ. How does that work? So well, very excited about this. Um, I assume... What's the pre- is it, do you know the premise? Uh, I don't think they've released any details. Just saying that, you know, we made a fuckload of money with San Andreas. Um, so why wouldn't we make San Andreas 2? Um, also, it was the best film ever. Well, exactly, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's tricky to... Uh, yeah, IMDb just says that it's a sequel. Okay, well, um, Smart people. Movie News Guide says San Andreas 2, uh, Dwayne Johnson is going to go to the Pacific Ring of Fire. So, presumably, the entire but, Ring of Fire is going to go off at once. But and San Andreas volcanoes is as well, I guess. part of that. Well, yeah, but... So he's going to like the rest of it. Okay. A big tour. Um, the only way they could really make it better would be if it was in space. So maybe there's an earthquake on the moon. Yeah, that would be, be pretty cool. That'd be good, yeah. But um, yeah. So I don't know when it's out. Probably next year or something. But basically, the best they may as well just stop making films now because they're not mm. going to make it any better than that, are they? It's... You'd want them to throw all of their filmmaking resources into making. Uh, San Andreas 2, the best film ever, such as by flying the entire cast to the moon, making an earthquake on the moon, filming it all live action. Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah they'd, ha- yeah, they'd have to actually film it on the moon. We're not putting up with any of this you know, set or special effects nonsense. No, no, no of course not. No, it's all about the practical practical yeah. effects and, uh, and yeah. real filmmaking these days. Mm. Nobody, nobody wants CGI in their films anymore. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's good news. Also, I watched The Revenant because Leonardo DiCaprio is apparently going to win an Oscar for it, and it is fucking great. There's, I assume you know the like the basics of the story, do you? Uh, okay, I so, think he punches a bear, doesn't he? That's... Well, he, I mean, he gets his ass literally gets a new asshole talking by a bear. Sounds um, painful. Yeah. Uh, so, well, he's this, like, frontiersman in the, I don't know, I'm going to say 1800s, don't really know, and... Um, Injuns come and like try and kill them all, and then they go and um, they're trying to get back to their camp. And he is like going out into the woods, and he sees a bear, and the bear like just fucks him up. Like it's brutal. Like the bear's like tearing him all over the place, and like you know, gouging out his neck and stuff like that. It's, it's mm. really good. And then um, he is nearly dead, but then he isn't dead. And then uh, Tom Hardy doing a brilliant accent. Um, 
I you know piss him off. I won't go too spoilery, but he you know he, he gets on the wrong side of him, and so Leonardo DiCaprio is like, well, fuck that guy. I'm going to basically come back from near death and uh, go and fuck him up, and he does. And it's great. Okay. Excellent. So yeah, he deserved the bath. I mean, well, was, I probably deserve a BAFTA. It's not really a big honor, is it? But mm. yeah, he would deserve the Oscar for that. I highly recommend it. Okay, I may have to have a look at it in that case. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I went and saw Deadpool last weekend. Uh, I saw it last weekend as well. It is very good. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. I would like to. It you is do. all of the fun that's basically been missing from all superhero films since I'd say Iron Man one. Uh, they put all of that fun into Deadpool. Yes. Okay. It is tremendous. Um, it really is. Um, and it's been really quite funny watching all of the people going, I took my kids to see Deadpool and it was inappropriate <laughs> for them. <laughs> but even, like, even worse than that, I've seen people saying that they just found, you know, they they didn't like that he was oh, yeah, just, just was joking like around all the time and it was just silly. It's like, it's like fucking Deadpool. What film. did you think you were going to go and see? Obviously, it's people who are just, you know, they see a superhero suit and they go and see it. In which case, that's part of the fucking joke. You're, the joke is at your expense if you're going to see that expecting, like, Spider-Man. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you only got yourself to blame if you go and see Deadpool expecting you know, a serious hero film and getting upset by knob jokes. Which yeah, are ridiculous because knob jokes are brilliant. Yeah, I did very much enjoy the opening credits as well. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, just excellent. And I mean, it was a big risk for yes. them because not not because you know it's a big you know I think like not in the same way as having Ben Affleck as Batman is a big risk because That's it's such a, a huge risk. property. But well, also, I mean, it's such a, was relatively low budget. It was like eighty million dollars. But it's it's you know the, it's such a cult. You know, oh, the yeah. fans of Deadpool are so precious about it that mm. if they had done it wrong, they would have they'd have not only had something basically unmarketable, but they would have had all of the people who should have loved it would hate it. But as I it mean, is, they, it was it was clearly been... a labour of love for Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he, I think um, Marina Baccarin's really good in it as well. Yeah, she was excellent. Oh, she's uh, in it. Yeah, she's she's his love interest. Yeah, okay. Um, he's for himself. But she's excellent in it. Um, but I think one of the things that was quite interesting was that I was listening to somebody talk about it the other day, and they were saying that the danger is that because it's been so wildly successful, now every man and their dog is going to go, we've got to do an R-rated superhero movie. Yeah. Um, and like Fox are already saying they're going to do an R-rated X-Men movie. And I just, I'm concerned that it's all going to go a bit shit. Equally, like Deadpool 2... Now suddenly everyone's going to want their finger in that pie, whereas this time round I think they pretty much were allowed to do whatever they wanted. Well, um, I I don't know. I would I think Deadpool two will be the other way. I think they weren't allowed to do whatever they wanted, and I think mm. Fox were very precious. That's why there's so few X Men in it because Fox it was because it was such an unknown thing for them. They didn't know. They didn't I mean, want that's to part of it, it. I think. Oh, but now, also the budget. Have, but now like, they're going to have green light. To, I think the you know, budget had a large impact on that. Well, uh, yeah, I think so. But I mean, just having you know, just cameos and stuff, they could have got away with a lot of stuff, and they had to write a lot of it out. But now they're going to be given a green light. Say, go and right. do what the fuck you like now, because uh, it, it worked and people yeah. loved it. That's fine. Do what you like. It's still not going to be big budget. But they'll be able to, you know, well, I mean, aren't going to be precious it, about the rest of the property that they own, own the rights to. The opening weekend in the US was $180 million yeah. um, on an $80 million budget. Yes. Yeah, uh, and it's the, it, it is now, I'm pretty sure it is now the biggest opening R-rated movie of all time. The previous record was held by The Passion of the Christ. 
Okay. Uh, so Deadpool is now fish different bigger films, than Jesus. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested. Surprised to... I haven't seen that on the marketing campaign somewhere. Uh, well, because it didn't happen until like this week, so it was mm. difficult to market that in advance. Um, that's, yeah. That would be that would be that would be taking a serious risk there to claim that you you outsold it before you've actually released your film. Yeah, uh, true. But yeah, I'm kind of fascinated now to see what people do when they go. Oh, we've got to have R-rated superhero films because Deadpool was so successful. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think if they can put a bit of edge into the Marvel universe, that would be nice to see. But it's, I mean, it's still the Marvel universe is still. It's I mean, you have to bear in mind so. while everyone's it's R-rated, it's 15. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. R-rated in America is everything above. Basically, if it's not a PG-13. It's R rated, and then they have NC seventeen. Yeah. And R rated is a bizarre rating because it's like a twelve A. So anyone yeah. can go and see it if they're with an adult. Or yeah, you get which is mental, really. Like a, a four year old could go and see it, but if you're seventeen, well, if you're sixteen, you haven't got a grown up, you can't go and see it. That's yeah. American silly. films, are, American film ratings are bullshit. Um, mm. But like nothing gets an NC seventeen because then nobody can see it, basically, and like mm. a lot of yeah. theaters won't show it. Um, a lot of stores won't sell them. It's the same with uh, like adult rated games. Like if you get a, an adult rating for your game, it just like Walmart won't stock it. Um, mm. So it's then like so nobody will ever like if you release like an NC seventeen movie, it's basically like well we've got twelve people will see it, um, and you'll only be able to buy the DVD on Amazon. Um, but part of the reason it's an R over there and a fifteen over here is because I think it has tits, mm. uh, and that immediately makes it an R. Well, no. yeah, it's. The, yeah. the problem I have with this, right, is that that means that they're going to want boobs in other films, and that's going to bring out the very worst part of... I don't, well, I don't think it's anything to do with the boobs. I think it's the... I mean, it's very gory. It's sort of graphic but violence. But, but, but typically, American censors don't really yeah, care about... But I, they care about, they care about <clears throat> sex, they care about um, alcohol... And language. They care about, and swearing. Yeah, violence um, is fine. But... Yeah, there is, to be fair, there is some quite fantastically creative swearing... Mm. Oh, that's yeah. that's cool. That could yeah. use. But no, that, I mean, there's there's like a couple of tits, but it's not over. It's not it's not gratuitous. Oh, it's yeah, it's, it's yeah, fine. it's not just like tits left and right. And yeah. Oh, fine, okay. In that case, I'm less worried. Yeah, it's just just kind of. I mean, to some extent, slightly unnecessary tits, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, before Deadpool started, there was a trailer for a film called The Boy, which is um, it's you know a fairly generic American horror film. And it mm. go, it starts off this this girl goes to this creepy house and she's like looking after this kid while these his parents are away and the, the parents are quite old and they say oh you need to come and meet our son and it's just this fucking freaky looking mannequin and like this list of detailed rules like don't you know feed him after a certain time you must um, you mustn't ever leave him on his own and stuff like that and and it just looks. Absolutely terrifying. Just watching the trailer, I think I'm probably never going to sleep again. It is awful, and uh, so that's a film I will never see. Oh, I didn't have that trailer when I saw Deadpool, but I did have the trailer for Batman vs Superman, and oh. it continues to seem completely uninteresting. Which one? Which trailer was it? The latest? Uh, yeah, the one where, like, at one point, Batman is power sliding in the Batmobile for no appreciable reason, and then looks at Superman and then drives into him. Yeah, well, the the one that they showed at Cineworld was the one that came out like eighteen months ago, the very first trailer, which right. seemed odd because the latest trailer's got quite a lot more stuff in. I I think it looks really good because it looks like a proper Batman film. 
I don't know. I'm excited I'm just, to see it's like what it's two and a half hours long. Yeah. Really? I don't it know. Has I mean, Man it's... of Steel has suitably lowered my expectations. I think I will enjoy it. But I think they it... start, they're starting filming the Justice League movie the day after its release. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're, they're going all in. They've got to. They're five years behind, aren't they? But yeah. it's. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it looks. Right. From, from I... everything I've seen, it looks like it's being done well enough that it's not going to be a shit film. But I don't know if it will be good. I just really hope that it's not awful. Yeah, um, I don't. I, I don't think it will be awful because I think they're putting I have, the, the amount of attention they've put into all of the details that they've shown in the trailers. I don't think it could be an awful film. I think it will be a good comic book film. Whether or not that makes it an enjoyable or entertaining film is a different matter. Yeah, like all the uh, all those kind of media advertising it I've seen has just been so bland and interesting. Like there were a bunch of posters that were just they looked like they were half finished, and then there were a series of Empire covers of like Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman yeah. that where the Superman, um, well, the Batman looked like it was a like sort of pudgy middle aged man in a Halloween costume, mm. um, and the Superman one looked like a fairly cheap Superman doll. Um, like plastic toy was on the front cover. Yeah, um, I think it's fair to say it will not be fun. Th- this is which my is, with it. which is fine, but have to be fun though. They don't yeah. have to be. I fun, don't think they do. But I think you can overdo think, the dark and gritty. I think there's room mm. for fun, but you know, it's a shame to completely get rid of like, it. Batman, Su- Suicide Squad, I think, looks like it, yeah. it looks like a lot of fun. Batman mm. can't really be a fun nah, character. Batman's not fun. I mean, and neither they, no, I, sorry, anyway. I don't mean fun, but it just it it looks like it it wants to be serious. Yeah, or take itself seriously, and I just I think the problem is with Batman, you have to to a certain extent, otherwise you end up with Batman and Robin. Yes, that's the issue. And nobody wants that. I mean, you can go over the top, and the Dark Knight trilogy, I think, trod a very fine line, but it wasn't really a comic book film. No. Um, but, Man of Steel that, was, was was just very very boring, and that yeah. was the problem. It was a good Superman oh, film. Oh yeah, but it was dull. And I think they will have learned enough lessons from that. That I mean, big, you know, if this tanks, then they've put a lot of money into something that is you know not going to do them any good. And they've already mm-hmm. they've already started filming Wonder Woman. They've already you know got all of the the Flash and uh, Aquaman mm. cast. They've they basically put all their eggs in this basket. So I don't think they can afford for it to be boring and be shit. But, yeah, you know, that that sometimes mean that everyone goes like, well, we can't afford for it to be boring and shit, so we can't take any risks because if we take a risk. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. I don't I don't particularly like Zack Snyder. Mm. But I think I came to it the wrong way. I think um because I saw Sin City, well, Sin City was him, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it, but I'd never I didn't have any exposure to the comics at all. And having read some of the comics, I can see that actually that is objectively a good Sin City film. It was mm. very boring, and I didn't like it. Um, the 300, I'm not interested in at all, so I haven't bothered. Um, what was the one he did with the girls? Um, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch was fucking awful. Yes, and it was. It, was all just, it was all just visual effects, and it was all style over substance, and I hated it. Mm. Um, Man of Steel... Yeah, like I said, it was a good Superman comic book film, but it was a boring story, and it, it didn't make me in any way care about anything that was happening. So that that is a, a worry for me. Watchmen, I didn't really like the film, but having read the 
comic book first. It is. I mean, so many, so many scenes are absolutely like you know, inch for inch perfect depictions of panels in the comic. But he's sort of I... gone over the top, making sure he doesn't fuck up the source material that it didn't work as a film. So it's it's hard. I yeah. quite liked Watchmen, but I think it was the first even slightly subversive superhero film I'd seen. Yeah. So it had I mean, quite it was... an effect on me. Right. That's fair enough. I mean, Superman and Batman, you can go two ways. You can either make it sort of over-the-top, campy cartoon yeah. and appeal to the kids, and that's fine, but nobody, but it would be shit, and it wouldn't work at the moment. Or you have to go sort of over-the-top, dark and gritty and really play up all the angst that Batman's got and all of this sort of stuff. And that's not necessarily, a, you know, it's not a, a big, big fun. But it'll be interesting to see where they go with Justice League after that, because you have mm. to get a bit more silly in camp, because you've got, you know, fucking Cyborg and Green Lantern's got to come back into it and stuff. And you, you can't be over the top serious and gritty when, you, when you're bringing in all that kind of stuff. So, Look, I think no. the team movies work well, because like with the Marvel ones, you can have, you don't have that imbalance of characters. You have two superheroes interacting with each other, and they're sort of, they're level with each other, bounce with each other, so there can be humour, there can be yeah. camaraderie and stuff. Whereas yeah. if it's just Batman and Superman, there's no natural light side to their characters. There's no... It, it would be really easy to take them seriously, play up the gritty angle, and then just have no humour in the film whatsoever, and have it be well, a slot. Well, Superman's just kind of fundamentally quite a boring character. Mm. He can fly, and he's super strong, and he's indestructible. I mean, there's no jeopardy there, really, is there? It's not... No. no. Yeah. Uh, they reckon that the the budget for it is up to f- over four hundred million dollars now. Mm. A lot of mm. money. Um, yeah. On what Ben Affleck's girdle? But then it would have been very easy for them to make it exactly, you know, tonally and um, sort of you know market it in exactly the same way as the Avengers. And to be fair, they haven't done that. They're they're doing no, their I mean, own that's, thing. So that is something that's, yeah. that's kind of to be quite glad of. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I it, suspect I might come out of it respecting their process. And yet, still thinking they've got it horribly wrong. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's let's be fair. It's the first time you've seen Batman and Superman in a film together. There's gonna there's gonna be some fun to be had there. That's true. Yeah. It's um, but it's I mean a lot a lot of the cues from the trailer, sort of visually and style wise, it's coming from The Dark Knight Returns, and that's mm. a, a very dark, gritty comic. So that's obviously the tone they're going for. And yeah, you, know, you can't have a lot of fun with that. But then at some point you've got to because you do end up with the like. With the Marvel stuff, you couldn't have a dark, gritty film about Iron Man because he he doesn't lend himself to that. You couldn't have a dark, no. gritty, um, realistic film about the Incredible Hulk because he's a big fucking giant green monster. You, yeah. it, it doesn't lend itself to that. And the no. more they bring in the rest of the Justice League, the more you think, well, some of these characters are a bit silly and you have to have some fun with it, otherwise it's, yeah. it doesn't work. So. I'm looking forward to Justice League. I hope they do have some fun with it. Another comic book universe, and there's going to be several comic book films out every year, and you always know they're going to be good value, and you're going to enjoy them, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah, no. no I, I think, think as somebody right. who's, who likes comic book films, it's such an exciting time at the moment. Like you think how, like especially with the Marvel stuff, you think out of how many how many Avengers films there have been now? It's like 10, two, 12? Well, two Avengers films, and then you've got... Three well, Iron, Iron Man, Iron Man two 1, 2, Thors. 3, 2 Thors, 2 Captain Americas, technically the mm. first Hulk. Yeah. And, uh, and Ant-Man. Out of that, Iron Man 2 wasn't great. Thor 2 was pretty boring. But the rest of them were, uh, you know, 
consistently very high quality, very mm, yeah. good, entertaining films. I mean, that's that's pretty exciting that you know mm. you've got at least two films, two massive blockbusters coming out a year that you're going to enjoy and that it's going to be worth your money going to the cinema to see. That's pretty yeah, exciting yeah. time to to have that. And I think we'll look back at like you know thirty years when it's when it's all you know phased out because it will. We'll look yeah. back and think, wasn't that an amazing run of you know of comic book films that were coming out at that time? That was that was pretty good. But Christ Almighty, that box set's going to be expensive. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the yeah. Avengers Phase One, Two, Three, Four, and Five. Mm. Yeah. Well, I got the entire West Wing on box box set for Dad. Not too expensive recently. So um, hey. So anyway, uh, Dan, you you got something that you're going to tell us about um, a Christian anti-masturbation mascot? Yes. So um, I I love silly headlines, and this one was one of the best I've seen in some time, uh, and. Graham has started me off. So it is um, in the news last week. A Christian anti-masturbation mascot, Fappy, uh, was arrested for public masturbation whilst swimming naked with the dolphins at SeaWorld in San Diego. And the best thing about this is, of course, that Fappy, the mascot, is a dolphin. It is just brilliant. Okay. And what makes it even more brilliant is that the... Um, I'm going to call him a cult leader, even though he's not. The... Um, so the, the mascot, the guy who plays the mascot for this anti-masturbation campaign, has been arrested no less than five times for masturbating in public. So is this while he's in character, or is this unrelated to his day job? I think it is while he's in, in character. Um, hang on, where is it? That's remarkable. I mean, of all the animals that you're going to go for to, for an anti-masturbation mascot, you don't choose the fucking animal that makes eels electrocute their dicks to get themselves off. So it turns out he was actually with this anti-masturbation organisation who were accompanying a group of third graders around the water park when Horner left the children to swim with the dolphins and masturbate. We further learned that Horn, Mr Horner has three previous arrests for public masturbation, all while employed by this Christian organisation that goes by the name of Stop Masturbation Now. I mean, that's... He must be a ringer for uh, like, uh, atheists. They must have planted <laughs> him in there to well, do this specifically. Because... Even if you weren't somebody who like, wanted to bring them down from the inside, you, you wouldn't just go and have a wank with a dolphin just while you're doing your job, would you? Regardless of what your job was, you wouldn't think, I'm just going to fuck off to swim with dolphins and bang one out now. Well, so another good, good quote from the article. This whole article is a goldmine. Um, 40-year-old Phil Freedom, who was visiting the park with his two boys, witnessed the act in question. This man was just standing there naked, furiously masturbating and staring through the glass at these dolphins with so much anger. He then climbed into the water with only a dolphin mascot's head on and began attempting to hunt these in- hump these innocent porpoises. It was absolutely horrifying. Oh, I mean, it would be. <laughs> I just... Um... <laughs> but the best thing is, right, so the, the leader of this cult slash group is called Lonnie Childs and he's in utter denial about it. It's a shame how the media is portraying Fappy right now. Paul Horner is a great man. He is passionate about his work. He loves being Fappy, and he especially loves the kids. Yeah, they well, even have a nickname. Loves it. Well, the, okay, so this bit is really quite worrying. They even have a nickname for him. They call him the Tickle Monster. So oh, there's God. some child protection issues going on here. Um, but now all of this is possibly ruined by some trumped-up charges by the San Diego Five O. Such a shame. These lies about Fappy sicken me to my very core. The security guards who Quotes, observed the crime in question, need to be investigated. What is their motive? Are they masturbators? Are they agents of big masturbation? (laughs) (laughs) 
I can't. This is much like Adam's um, Reddit thing. I can't work out if this is a piss take. It's not an April Fool's thing. It was published in November the 13th, 2015. There's a photo of the dolphin mascot. Um, it, but I, what? Okay, well, I've just gone to the... And it is, sadly, however, none of it's true. Yeah, I've just gone to the, uh, the that, it's... main page of this website, and it says Trump admits candidacy a scam and drops out of the uh-huh. race. So, yeah, I'm afraid you've been taken in. I have. You've been scammed, Dan. Um, uh, I, suppose, I don't suppose you've also cast a vote for Donald Trump while you're at it, have you? It's... Well, it's possible that's what the scam page is for, but it was very convincing. Um, Regardless of the, uh, the factual really accuracy fun. of this uh, of this story, um, there is a uh, White House petition to pardon Fappy the anti-masturbation dolphin, which currently has 28 signatures. <laughs> Um, oh, I can't sign that. I'm not American. Fappy and the anti-masturbation it... dolphin is a national hero and should be immediately issued a full, free and absolute pardon for any crimes of self-rape he may or may not have committed on November the 13th, 2015, while in a dolphin exhibit at SeaWorld. If Fappy is incarcerated, millions of schoolchildren will remain uneducated about the dangers and consequences of masturbation. This will lead to a higher percent of teens playing with their sin sticks, ringing the devil's doorbell and injecting marijuana. Free Fappy now. I mean, it does, you know, for for all of its its uh, fictional qualities, it does raise an important point about the dangers of masturbation, especially around dolphins <laughs> or any fish, really. So, what what are the dangers of masturbation? Uh, mostly, that you get a bit sore after a while. Might get mm. um, spaff in something electrical and cause a short circuit. Yeah, um, that's it. You know, basically, yeah. In actual serious masturbation news, um, <laughs> there's a sentence a you don't get very often. Not enough, frankly. <laughs> uh, no, I, I genuinely had a horrifying conversation with someone at work about this. Um, she'd been watching this series, I can't remember what it's called, basically about sort of young guys joining the Navy. And um, one of them had decided that, you know, as you do in the Navy, left unsupervised for a bit, was going to jerk off, hmm. um, did it over one of his um, roommate's pillows. Well, actually, yeah. got thrown out of the navy for doing it. That's fair enough, frankly. I know, but yeah, yeah. I mean, use your own fucking pillow. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, don't use a pillow at all. Well, use no, a, I mean, use a flannel. That's why God invented yeah. flannels. Yeah. It's the only thing they ever get used for, isn't it? But I mean, frankly, if you're gonna, I'm do trying that... to think what I've touched in your house now, and I think I'm safe. Well, you haven't washed your face, have you? <laughs> yes, mm. not with a flannel. Well, that's. Suitably horrifying, thank you. Mm. Yes. So I hope we've all learned a valuable lesson about believing things that we read on the internet. Which is just do it because it's you can't put lies on the internet because it would get taken down. Yep. It would uh, be against GeoCities terms and conditions and uh, they'd issue a takedown notice instantly. Does GeoCities even still exist? I'm sure we've this, this yeah. Yahoo yeah. bought them and then destroyed them. Yep. Okay. Pricks. Like... Basically everything Yahoo ever buy, and um, well, mm. yeah, that's why they're fucked. Yeah, and uh, good riddance. Cool. I think we've run out of steam now, haven't we? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I've exhausted myself with Fappy. Jesus. <laughs> Figuratively, <laughs> mentally, physically, emotionally, and uh, you have made. Oh, 
I'm not even going to finish that sentence because it was just going nowhere and I was just going to say something about your dick just so to try and inject a bit of life into the sentence and it would have been embarrassing for everybody involved. That's a pretty good summary of the podcast, to be honest. Well, yeah. I basically staged my own intervention there. Excellent. We appreciate it. It saves us a lot of effort. Yeah. I like to think of uh, these podcasts as weekly intervention sessions that are basically doing nothing. (laughs) Interventions for what? Just me. Okay. Just being me, generally. They seem fairly futile. I think you're going to keep being you for a little while longer, yeah. They're letting me go to Germany next week. Can you believe this? Why? Well, like them, Germans. Okay. You know that won't be allowed if we pull out of Europe. Well, yeah. I mean, that's probably a good argument for pulling out of Europe, is not allowing me to go to Germany. Well, from Mm -hmm. their point of view, anyway. But I, I went on a website and I put in credit card details and they just sold me an aeroplane ticket to go to Germany. That's mental. Oh, yeah. insane. What are you doing in Germany? You're going to do like background checks or something. You would have thought so, wouldn't you? Uh, I'm going to a uh, transportation industry IT uh, like expo thing to go and look at, I don't know, basically it's just a bit of a jolly and we're getting there early enough on Friday that we can have a few beers. Monday, just, not Friday. I miss having jollies for work. Yeah, actually, I've never had yeah. jolly. No, I've had work one. for the NHS. Like, you're not going to get any. Your whole life's a jolly compared to work, isn't it? <laughs> mm. Right. Anyway, I'm, I feel like I'm about to die. Fair enough. Let yeah. I'm, I'm, let's just. We're done. That's it. The end. Yeah. Goodbye. Just... We're sorry. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <clears throat> hmm. Oh God. Jesus. Which end did that come out? <laughs> Both, I think. God. <laughs>